now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'll be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, and Captain Dennis, we are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. A lot of stuff going on uh, that we got to catch up on. Uh, Dennis just got back, well, it's been a week or so since Fantasy Fest, and he's going to explain what he saw and what he cannot unsee a little bit later on in the show. However, first, we have a special guest with us, Jimmy from Jimmy's World on YouTube. He's uh, kind of a big deal, and he's on Just Plain Radio right now uh, despite that. Jimmy, welcome. How you doing, buddy? Buenos, muchachos. Can I have a clear prop? Can I get a clue? There it is. Yeah, he has his own catchphrase, the whole thing. And, uh, you know, right before uh, Dennis went down to Fantasy Fest, I was, uh, you know, I'm cruising through YouTube. I'm catching up with Jimmy's World. Wait, hold on. What What? is Fantasy Fest? Oh, my God. You don't know about this? You don't need costumes. You just need paint. Oh, boy. And a lot of times they don't even use that. Yeah. (laughs) At any point, were loofahs involved? No, no, but uh, old tube socks are Uh, a common uh, Halloween costume down there for Fantasy Fest. But, but like I said, there are things you probably don't want to know, Jimmy. So I don't know if we want to go there. Uh, with you right now let's save that for later let's talk about what you've been up to because you know i I, i'm cruising through youtube and i I catch uh, a video of jimmy's world and uh you were talking about running supplies down to folks down in fort myers that had been uh, trying to recover from the hurricane ian and um you know good work you're always doing cool stuff like that and it was it seemed like a valiant effort but then i see some headline that like hey we got in trouble or they're upset with us or something i'm like what what what, how how can this be and sure enough i watched the video and you go on and talk about how you flew down uh, some supplies like i don't know diapers and things that they needed uh because you know they're still trying to you know get the infrastructure built back up down there where that was really hit hard by the hurricane a few weeks ago and and you got grief for it. It was like you got down there, you landed at the airport, and I don't know what was it. Who who was it that yelled at you when you landed your aircraft down there, trying to run supplies down there for help? That's right. Yeah. So a good friend of mine, Mike, uh, he had been running supplies down there, and then that's how I got involved running supplies down there. He went on another run that I was going to go with, but couldn't go on. And then when he landed on his way back. The FAA agent pulled up to his plane, got out, you know, big chest and huffed and puffed. And I didn't realize that he also mentioned the sheriffs were there, the county sheriffs, and they blocked off with their cars the gate to get out of the airport as though he was going to try to run or something. I don't know. Oh, geez. Um, Yeah, so they they ran him through the nines. They looked and just gave him all kinds of grief. They wanted to see every logbook entry he ever had. They wanted to see all the airplane logbooks. They wanted to see the his medical his. Why? uh, Why were they upset that you were you and your buddy were trying to help out the folks down there? What What was the issue they had? So they got a call, an anonymous call that we were operating a part 135 and for those Ah. that don't know that is where we get paid to do things like carry cargo or passengers Mm -hmm. nothing could be further from the truth it is the most ridiculous 
stupid thing on the planet. I think what happened is that somebody knew about us flying down there, flying, and they saw that we had these airplanes and making multiple trips, and they're like, they've got to be getting paid by somebody. So they, they called the FAA. And now what I don't understand is the FAA, they they just assume that we're guilty, and then they now we're in the obligation to show them that we're innocent. Hmm. So, it, you know, I, I feel really bad for Mike, and thankfully, they kind of busted in pretty hard on the ramp right there for a couple of hours. And then the next day he had to go to the local FISDO office, the FAA office and bring all of this paperwork, bring all this stuff to show and to prove that he was not getting paid for it. Wow. They then, you know, conducted a, another little bit of, uh, investigation and they found that there was nothing going on. Nobody was getting paid for any of this stuff. And that it was basically a, a bogus claim. Mm. Now, what I'm frustrated about is that there, there's the person who called in. They just they they're going scot free. Nothing. They don't even get a call back. They don't get anything. Really. And that is what's frustrating. Well, this so sounds like aviation. Somebody, this sounds like aviation swatting. You know where it, they call that's the exactly cops. What it is. Oh my yeah. gosh! And, and so you happen to do you know who called it in? This anonymous source, or are you still is that uh, well, person? Well, we do. I mean, oh, we do. We've given her a name. Oh, well, it's Karen. Well, yeah. So we um, we do know that uh, it was Karen. Is what we have uh, called this person <laughs> to protect the identity. Now, I really feel bad for anybody that's actually named Karen. Yeah, like their lives or Brandon, their lives must be really <laughs> difficult the last few years. Uh, True. So, but Karen, I did. We 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 think that it was uh, this person who we're calling Karen. Yeah, and I did find out that Karen recently was having a birthday, so we decided to celebrate Karen's birthday. By sending not just one or two airplanes, but 20 airplanes filled with supplies down to those people. And we raised over $40,000, and I was able to spend nearly every penny of it filling 11 airplanes plus a U-Haul truck and a 20-foot trailer. So we celebrated Karen's birthday in the best way that I could possibly imagine, and it was fantastic. Well, and yeah, so that's how Dennis uh, got involved, right? Dennis, you yeah. helped out as part of one of those aircraft? I did. I was, uh, as Jimmy was mentioning, I was the number one airplane uh, of the flight of 11 between Plant City and Punta Gorda. So that was, uh, that was an important role because we had to take off exactly on time in order to meet Jimmy yeah. at the airport. Right. Well, very good. And did you land? And, and the first thing, uh, you know, when you saw the, the folks there on ground, is like, okay, bend over. You were expecting the worst or what, Jimmy? What do you think? I, I actually was expecting the FAA to show up and ramp check everybody. Yeah. I, I legitimately was because we had advertised it on the channel and, you know, there's a few hundred thousand people that see this. So I was thinking, all right, we're asking we for I it. made sure in the, yeah. I, yeah, in the communications to all of the pilots, I said, you better be ready for a ramp check. Bring your medical, bring your arrows documents, Get make sure all that stuff is ready, because I was fully expecting it. However, I will say 
we never got a whiff of an FAA agent anywhere around on the uh, at Plant City or Punta Gorda or when we got back. So I have mm. not heard hide nor hair of them since. Well, and how did uh, Karen's birthday go? Did you get any response, like a thank you letter after uh, you did this whole event, or what do you think? Not from Karen. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why so, was Karen but, you know, upset? I, uh, do you even know what what it set her off or? Do we know? The only thing I can imagine is Karen is another uh, part 135. I can't say another. Karen operates or is involved with a cargo uh, operation that probably gets funding for transporting supplies. Ah. That's the only reason I can think of and that we may have been cutting into her her margins. Thought you were stepping on your toes or something. Yeah. Viewer that doesn't like my jokes. What? I don't I know. That I know, person doesn't believe. exist. Come on. Anybody who's watched <laughs> this right. show on YouTube would have to get a chuckle if they have any kind of interest in uh, airplanes and aviation. He does it. You do a great job. You really do. And obviously, you're doing great work. I can't believe somebody would uh, kind of rain on the parade like that. That's uh, very unfortunate and very out of character for uh, for a you know the pilot community. I mean, we're all, I mean, it's very small. Everybody usually gets along pretty well. I've never heard of anything like this before. Maybe I'm just too. I'm too. I uh, will say, uh, sorry to interrupt there, but I will say that because of Karen calling the FAA, I believe, and I, I know for sure that we were able to get 10 times more supplies to those hurricane victims than we ever would have been able to if karen had not called well thank you karen and we hate you Uh, i don't know how you say that exactly but uh we're gonna leave it at that for now we got more coming up on just plain radio just plain radio the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle approach the great and powerful Roz. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Swirlings! The great and powerful Roz knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Swirlings! The magnificent Roz has every intention of granting your request. Great! But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call aircraft spruce and specialty oh okay you got me uh just a man behind the curtain with a aircraft spruce catalog pretty cool though huh you don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane you need aircraft spruce and specialty supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years aircraft spruce and specialty call 877-4-SPRUCE 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com that's aircraftspruce.com Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. 
Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Are you nervous? Uh, never flown before. Nothing to it. You sit back, be a bird, and drink up. Sometimes I cry, sometimes I fly like a bird. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis and our special guest from Jimmy's World. Jimmy, catch him on YouTube. Uh, it's pretty easy to find. He has quite the following and does an entertaining uh, video blog or vlog. I don't, know, I don't know. What do you call it exactly, by the way, Jimmy? How do you re- uh, describe bad, yourself? Bad taste. Bad, ta- bad TV? <laughs> no. <laughs> that right. is no. It's good. It's very entertaining. He, he has quite... Uh, Quite the following, too, and, and and created quite a thing there online, for sure. Uh, but he's done great work. And, and, you know, it's like I said, we were talking about this uh, project to fly some supplies down to Fort Myers, some of the hurricane victims from Hurricane Ian. And then someone called the FAA on him, said, hey, you can't do that. You're a plane for hire. And he wasn't. He was just doing it out of the kindness of his heart. He's that kind of guy. So uh, Karen, as we call her, we don't know who she is exactly, I guess, but that's what we're calling her, evidently. Uh, to keep ourselves out of the courts and, you know, libel and all that kind of crap, I guess. Is that what we're doing, Jimmy? Or do it? Sure, I'll, I'll go with that. Okay. Sounds good. We'll leave it at yeah. that. But uh, she had some issue, but uh, it was resolved. You flew how many planes, Dennis? And you were the lead? Uh, we had 11 airplanes show up. Nice. So, I mean, do you just put the notice out that you were looking to do more of this because that you and your buddy went down the first time he got in trouble or he got in trouble and got, uh, you know, the second degree from the FAA and you said, hey, wait a minute, uh, we're just trying to do good work. Uh, we're going to show them how it's really done. You put the word out. Next thing you know, you got 11 aircraft and uh, Dennis at the lead. Is that how this all kind of came together? Pretty quickly, I would imagine. Right, Jimmy? That's right. We put the video out on Sunday, and this operation took place five days later on Friday. Nice. And, and what did you see, Dennis? You just saw the video and the calling? You reached out to him or what? Yeah, exactly. Um, he had a sign-up link uh, right in the in the video description, so I was able to enter my credentials. And, of course, you know, Jimmy and I have communicated back and forth, so I had uh, also you know, sent him an email on the side just to make sure he knew I was serious. Yes. And, uh, you know... A couple of days later, we get the the official, here's the schedule, here's what we're doing, can you be there by such and such a time? And I did. How did and you end up so as the lead people. aircraft, though? How did that work? I think I was on the back row of the runway, so it was the first one out. Oh, it was just coincidence. <laughs> and uh, you have a Mooney, it's a little faster maybe than some of the others? Is that it? Yeah. That was one of the one of the uh, considerations is that uh, I was uh, one of two Moonies, and we had a, a Bonanza, and then we ended up with a Beach Sierra, which took last place okay <laughs> well no the the uh what the heck was that the warrior <laughs> you had a warrior in the in the rears huh all right uh, i think it was a tie with the sierra 
Okay. All right. Well, they're, they're, it's all good. I mean, everybody came together and did some good stuff, and it was filled with, like, what? What supplies did you guys fill these aircraft with, uh, Jimmy? Man, we filled it with everything that they needed. They go through different stages of coming back to life. The first runs that we were doing were just emergency supplies, flashlights, batteries, diapers, wipes, that kind of stuff. When no stores, no roads, none of that stuff was open. Mm -hmm. Now we are getting into the rebuilding stage. So, yes, the stores are back open now. Yes, they can go buy some stuff, but the supply stock may be lower the people that are rebuilding now, a lot of them lost literally everything. Their house was either just completely destroyed or flooded or something. So now they're rebuilding again. And what they need is food that is kid-friendly. A lot of mm-hmm. mac and cheese, a lot of rice, a lot of uh, granola bars, cereal, stuff like that. That's really quick, easy food so that the parents, while they're dealing with all of the extra burden of insurance and of rebuilding, trying to find a new place to live, of all the other stuff, they can have just quick meals for their family to take care of them. And that's what this run was about, is those families that are, they just need help now that they're getting back into the rebuilding stage. Well, very nice. And I, I would imagine, is it the latest episode on Jimmy's World that covers that, or maybe it's already a, a episode or behind or so, or have you covered it? on your channel uh, well that was all on the run we showed uh, all all the airplanes that we went down and loading it up and mm-hmm. all the stuff that went into it i am greatly greatly pleased that we had the opportunity to identify two specific families the first family is a disabled uh, marine veteran he served for 12 years his wife works at a, a local retail store there and they lost everything we were able to bless them, their kids, two younger kids, eight and 11, I think. Uh, they, you know, all their toys, all their blankets, beds, literally everything is totally gone. They got in their put bag in a car and they took off. And when they came back, there was nothing left. Wow. So we were able to shop specifically for them to give them some sheets and towels and some toys and, and this other pots and pans. I mean, a toaster just to completely rebuild their life. Yeah. The other family is a uh, another guy who, uh, I don't know exactly what he does, but he had had some medical issues in the past. The wife is a fourth grade special needs teacher at the local elementary school. Hmm. And the elementary school was a shelter. So it was kind of this crazy thing where the kid couldn't go back to school and, he, and they just went back to school like a week ago. So they were out almost a month because the elementary school had damage and stuff but so they lost everything and we were able to surprise that family with a very special gift at the very end of the video i don't want to give it away and spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet but uh you know bring the kleenex because even an old crusty guy like myself can can be brought to a tier of uh uh just it was just awesome to be a well, part of this, be able to to bless somebody else. Sounds like it. I haven't seen it myself yet, but uh, I will look it up for sure. And even Dennis is on it. Is that right, Dennis? Are you on his uh, video a little bit? 
or your aircraft. If you watch, yep. If you watch carefully, there's a fleeting scene of me loading up a bunch of uh, sticky rice and uh, breakfast cereal in the Mooney, and then a few a uh, few little shots where I'm in the background tossing boxes as we okay. were unloading uh, the trucks and transferring well. cargo to the Puna Gorda folks. Well, now you know, and we apologize if you see that. I, yes, uh, man, I do I'm apologize. Have to talk to my editor, I specifically told him to edit you out. <laughs> yes, well, as you should. I mean, it's just plain radio. We do radio for a reason. We I don't have do the a face video for radio, yes. not YouTube, right? <laughs> or TV or any other uh, visual uh, medium. So we just we'll just leave it at that. Uh, but uh, but you haven't been to Fantasy Fest. You don't even know what Fantasy Fest is in Key West. I can't believe this. But but now yeah. that I think about it, you are relatively new to Florida as well. Right, Jimmy? That's right. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of things in this world that I am fine not knowing. I am perfectly (laughs) happy. Let's just put it on your calendar for next year, Jimmy. Bookmark that. And let's go do a little road trip down to Key West. We'll go park at Signature and, you know, head down to Duval Street. Just hang out. And maybe that can be another episode of... uh, well, maybe you'll have to start a different channel. Well, let me let me yeah, just, let me rephrase that. When you go down there for Fantasy Fest, you never want to say we're going to hang out. That's just not appropriate. Yes, that is not the way you describe it. And we'll get to that a little bit later on, and we'll send Jimmy from Jimmy's World on his way for now, so he won't shy away from going. Well, next we're going to protect his reputation at least. <laughs> yeah, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I need your weights, by the way. What do you mean? For the plane. It's a safety issue. This is a regulation. This is a. Ask Jeff if he'll give you his weight. You're not going to give me your weight? She doesn't even know how much I weigh. No. You know who else doesn't know how much I weigh? My doctor. My weight. My business. No one knows. It's very personal. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be dead in the Sea of Cortez than have you know what I weigh. We got two hearts on fire. Breathing higher and higher. As you're This 
is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, Law Captain Dennis. We're your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. We're going to get to Fantasy Fest here in just a bit. But before we do, we got another special guest. Scotty from Cirrus is with us. And actually, uh, Dennis, you ran into him at the Cirrus facility right after you did this thing with Jimmy at Jimmy's World, right? That's right. Uh, right after I got done doing the Jimmy's World flight, uh, we, my wife and I flew back to uh, Minnesota to go see family. Okay. And I figured I better take advantage of this opportunity because I'm here during the week. And uh, I was able to arrange a tour of the Cirrus factory, something that I haven't seen since uh, my father worked there many years ago. And so a lot has changed. A lot has matured over there. And it was really good to see the growth um, at Cirrus, especially, you know, now, you know, that my son's flying them as an instructor. And, uh, you know, me, I've changed, my role's changed a lot since I walked through as a, I was just a lowly little pilot, you know, just private. And right. now here I am a CFI and, you know, I have a lot of appreciation for what Sirius is doing. Well, Scotty, welcome to Just Plane Radio. When you agreed to give him a tour of the facility at Sirius, did you just not realize who it was? Because if you did, you would have said no. <laughs> well, I actually, I have to be honest, I didn't know who he was. I had been reached out uh, through our, our service representatives, mentioning that Dennis was going to be in town. I did hear there was a connection to your dad having been a part of our assembly crew ah, okay. years ago. There you but go. I honestly didn't understand Dennis's role in life until having an opportunity to meet him and learning about all these wonderful things well, he does in the world. Well, I don't know if wonderful is the right word, but uh, it's probably good you didn't know. Uh, but despite that, he evidently had a great time. And I mean, what was the highlight from the tour for you, Dennis? What do you think? Well, you know, it's amazing what we get in these airplanes every day and take it for granted. And, you know, you never really think about what it takes to make that airplane. And at Cirrus, I was able to walk in and there's a stack of fuselage halves just sitting there like an unassembled Legos kit. And you look further down the line and there's a brand new airplane being rolled out. And it's just, it's really overwhelming when you think about all the things that come together and how oiled that machine is that they just move down that assembly line and out. It's pretty impressive seeing how much that process has matured over the years since my dad worked there even. I don't doubt it. Scotty, do you get a lot of requests for tours of the facility like this? Not anybody can just go up there and do this, can they? Or can they? Well, ac actually, Greg, that's not correct because yeah. anybody can come and tour. We're very proud of what we do here at Cirrus. And typically every Wednesday afternoon, we have what we call a public tour. Okay. You don't have to be a Cirrus customer. You don't even have to be a a firm potential customer. Uh, I recently gave some to some local school children from the area that were looking for a field trip. Cool. So we're very proud of what we do and we're, we're very anxious to help share it with people in the community and beyond. Yeah. Well, Cirrus has obviously done some amazing things over the last few years. Uh, if they're not the leader I, in that category, I don't know. I don't know who else is. They, there are so many out there now. And every time I see one, you know, on the, you know, on the line, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish I had one of those. You know, I love I love his Mooney. Don't get me wrong, Scotty, but if you ever want to cut him a deal and get him to upgrade, uh, please do. Okay, and did you play that card, Dennis? Come on, I, I play it every time I'm there, but uh, you know, nobody's willing to take me up on it yet. Yeah, so. well. As Dennis mentioned, his father worked here years ago, and, you know, unfortunately, Dennis, I don't know if we can le leverage the employee discount from your dad being here years ago, but yeah. 
Greg, you, you mentioned a minute ago about being an industry leader, and we've been making SR20s now for over 20 years. And three years into the the um, build, assembly, and sales of the 20, we took over that aviation market mm-hmm. as the leader, and we have never looked back. Uh, we're very proud of the fact that we dominate that market space, and we don't. It's not by accident. We have an unbelievable, unrelenting passion to do things better in our aircraft, better customer satisfaction. We have the highest safety rating in our industry segment. And again, none of those things are accident. They're the the complement to our phenomenal Cirrus team that designs and puts these beautiful aircraft together. Well, they are definitely beautiful. And if you haven't seen them online uh, when they do a delivery... I mean, I've I've watched many of those videos, Scotty, where the the owner was taking their you know taking their plane out of the hangar, and you roll out the red carpet and the whole thing. I was like, gosh, I want to be that guy. I want to be that pilot someday, someday. So we build them here in Duluth, Minnesota, where I call home. But as I mentioned to Dennis, a majority of them get delivered in our Knoxville, Tennessee facility. Yeah. For several different reasons, we've got a whole training system and uh, organization in Knoxville. And even if you're an existing SR pilot for Cirrus, you're going to go through a couple of days of reorientation when you pick up that new model. Mm-hmm. Things have changed since last time and whatever. Um, the The delivery experience is phenomenal. I still remember, I'm getting goosebumps right now as I say this. <laughs> the first time I got to see a delivery, I literally got goosebumps. Yeah. and it, it's difficult because it's away from our Duluth campus. You know, we've got over 1,500 people working in Duluth now. But I believe every service employee should go through a delivery. It is phenomenal, that experience. Yeah. And like I said, you can uh, look it up on YouTube. There's a bunch of them out there right, that I've seen and I've watched. And, you know, you, like I said, wishful thinking that someday, someday that will be me. What about you, Dennis? Well, you, uh, Scotty just mentioned that there's over 1,500 employees in Duluth, and that was something else that really kind of surprised me. You know, when Cirrus started, it was just a little startup shop that moved from Baraboo, Wisconsin to Duluth, and now they're actually the largest private employer, I think, in all of Duluth and just mm-hmm. took over a huge uh, uh, hangar at the Duluth International Airport to expand their operations. So they now have a hangar that used to overhaul Airbus jets. So it's it's really really amazing, and I'm proud to be a you know former Duluthian, and now seeing all of this growth of Cirrus, you know, over the years, twenty well, years. Good for the uh, area, obviously, but great for the industry overall. I think as well. And plus, Scotty, isn't uh, Cirrus getting ready to celebrate some big milestone? Uh, what is coming up with you guys? So. Uh- uh, many of your listeners might remi- be reminded of recently we delivered our 8,000th aircraft. Well, we're very quickly coming up on the 9,000th. Nice. And when Dennis was here, he asked me a question. He said, I imagine there's some big celebration that's planned and what that plane's going to look like. Because every time we have one of those uh, thousand milestones, yeah. something happens. And I honestly have to say, I don't know. I've been so busy in product development with my head down. <laughs> I can guarantee our Cirrus marketing team does it well, and they've got something uh, coming to celebrate that 9,000th anniversary. But well, what a milestone. That is a milestone, and let me suggest that you give that 9,000th uh, Cirrus <laughs> to yours truly. In exchange, I got a Just Plain Radio hat and t-shirt. Actually, just a hat. 
I, we're out of shirts. What do you well, think, Scott? Do we got a deal? We could make that deal. You would be one heck of a negotiator. Well, because hey. I'm sure there's value in that just plain radio hat and t-shirt. But let's be honest, a Cirrus uh, 2222T is worth just a titch more than a hat Well, and it's about goodwill, Scotty. <laughs> No, we're coming up on the holidays. Look at it that way. Trying. I'm trying hard. It might be the airplane that Greg finally gets his pilot's license in. Well, there you go. What's that worth? Yes. We kid. We have fun. But man, hats off to you guys. And they can find you online, right? Just go to the Sears website and look for those tours or reach out to someone at headquarters. Absolutely. Or call our Duluth headquarters if you're in the Duluth area. It's the closest our customers will ever get to their plane. You get to see what makes our aircraft so special when you come here to our facility. You get to see the guts of a Cirrus, and uh, it's mm-hmm. impressive stuff. Scotty, thank you so much for being on Just Plain Radio. Thank you, gentlemen, for having us. And, Dennis, you make it back to the neck of the woods again. You come and see us anytime, sir. I definitely will. And we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. with Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. How is it going with the plane? We managed to help someone with it, but in so doing, the engines were damaged beyond repair. It won't fly? I wish I had better news, but we'll find a way to bring you home. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. Okay, we've been teasing it for the entire hour. Time to get to Fantasy Fest in Key West. If you're not aware of what this event is, here it is in a nutshell. Every year, the like week before Halloween, Key West, Duval Street down there goes nuts. They have a massive party for seven days straight there's parades there's halloween costume parties it's just insanity and uh it, it's world renowned it's like mardi gras in new orleans and for the first time dennis went down there he had not heard about it or he'd heard about it but he didn't really know what he was getting into when he and he said hey i'm gonna fly my plane down there meet uh, captain tom we're gonna have lunch and and then hang out and then you know go see fantasy fest for a few hours and then fly back i'm like Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm not sure you realize what you're getting yourself into there, my friend. I've been down there a few times. I know what to expect. Dennis did not. And, uh, you know, clothing is very optional for this event. Uh, the costumes are minimalist at best. And uh, the, there's a lot of things you see you know, you can't unsee. I mean, some of them are like, oh, nice. And others, you're like, oh, God, why did I, you know, why did I look in that direction? But it's just part of the whole uh, thing for can- fantasy fest and uh, you know it, it is something you should mark off the list as a pilot or just a human being at some point but you need to go uh you know you need to go with a warning i think and and did i warn you well enough first off dennis you did okay um, you know i thought i was pretty well prepared you know i i'm not uh 
that closed off that I didn't know what happens, but right. you know, it's a little bit different to actually be there. Um, but the great part was I was able to take my wife with, and I know you're thinking you took your wife to fantasy. <laughs> but you know, any, it was a great excuse for us to go fly yeah. and you know, it was a terrific flight. It's less than an hour from uh, Fort Myers to uh, Key West pull into signature. And of course they, uh, they greet you on the ramp with, I need to tell you that there is a event fee. Um, uh, and it's a rather healthy fee if you just pull up. So right. just be aware, uh, that there are additional charges. If you show up during the week of fantasy fest, mm-hmm. I was able to plead and beg and it's like, look, I'm just coming down for dinner with my wife and I'll be back out of here. And it well, was did they come than- back at you with, uh, why? do you realize what week it is what day it is down there did they kind of have a odd look on their face when you said this that you're going Uh, no they they're they're, it's key west they're pretty much anything goes they didn't really care they were judgmental but Mm -hmm. you know i think i picked a really good day to go it was a thursday night so if it was the weekend i think it could have been completely different but on thursday night you know getting there at four in the afternoon wasn't uh wasn't really that big of a deal the the ramp wasn't busy i think there was only two or three small planes there um no so took an uber into the uh duval street and took my wife and we went walking around went to the waterfront it was you know a nice enjoyable little evening and then captain tom and his wife uh showed up and we met for dinner and got a ride back to the airport and flew back home you know okay so well what what time did you leave uh after dinner how late was uh, it? I think we were wheels up about 8.30. Oh, my gosh. So you weren't really down there for Fantasy no, Fest. No, but you see, okay. Signature closes at 9 p.m. Ah. So unless you want to stay overnight or pay a very expensive call-out fee to have them you know, let you onto the ramp to get your airplane, right? you have to be gone before 9. Okay, okay. Well, see, you know, I told you that when you were planning to do this, I was like, I don't know if you realize how nuts it gets down there every night for Fantasy Fest. If you got out of there before 8.30, well, it hadn't even really started up yet on Duval Street. You probably saw some stuff, maybe. I don't know. Did you? I, I definitely got an eyeful here and there, yes. Uh, it was, Care to uh, describe it without getting us kicked off the radio? Well, you know, it was hit or miss, uh, quite honestly. And the same the same person could be, you know, one side looks pretty good, the other side not so good as they walk away from you. It really depended. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, but no, I mean, that was really interesting to see that, you know, for real. And, yeah. you know, just nobody cared. You didn't, it didn't matter what the body shapes were there. Nobody cared. Right. Just, that's the part that's a little fun. disturbing. <laughs> it's like, really? Couldn't you put on a little bit more, you know, but yeah, but I mean, you know, not people, the point. <laughs> well, I, I don't even know what the point is, honestly. It's just, uh, it's a crazy week of debauchery. You know, like I said, it's like Mardi Gras. I don't even know. I, I think they do the beads thing a little bit, too, uh, for Fantasy Fest. But they have a massive costume parade. But like I said, a lot of the costumes, you know, if you hit it at the wrong time, uh, the costume may either just be a coat of paint on the body or it may be a tube sock over the nether regions. That's that's uh, one of the things I remember or, or from my visit. Seeing what I saw was a uh, uh, an avatar guy, you know, got head to toe in blue. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here yeah. we are. Painted costumes, very popular down there for Fantasy Fest, and you know, it, it is kind of like anything goes. It, it's quite a spectacle. There's no doubt, but it gets wilder 
as the night progresses, generally on Duval Street. So you got out of there before it really went nuts. You were probably still in the family hour, if there is such a thing, during uh, Fantasy Fest, you think? Yeah, but fortunately we had our field rep, uh, Captain Tom, and his wife there, who graciously sent us some videos from ah, later in the week. So I got some pictures missed. of the parade and uh, <laughs> you know the, the women standing in the windows and things like that. So yeah. I did get to show my wife how much crazier it could have gotten. Had and she was like, thank time. you for yes. getting us out of there before all hell broke loose. Yeah, it's a little nutty. But uh, the flight down and back and dealing with Signature and getting down to Duval Street, that time of day wasn't too bad. That was my concern, that you were going to get down to Duval Street, and then you are going to get locked in when the you know throngs of of you know people come down to celebrate fantasy fest i don't know it's throngs or thongs might be might be the latter both are correct yeah yeah but uh but you got out of there before it went total nuts i guess right yeah i did and uh thanks again to captain tom for graciously providing us transportation back to signature so we didn't have to go get an uber you just you know, took us after dinner and yeah, you know, it was great being able to hang out with him and his wife and with me and my wife, you know, it was just a very enjoyable evening and, uh, you know, had a good time. Well, that early in the day, did you see a lot of, uh, costumes and people were they celebrating earlier like that? Or yeah, we were, we were kitty corner from sloppy Joe's on Duval yeah. street there. And it's kind of the focal point. Everybody was coming and going. So we saw quite a variety, uh, mm-hmm. ages wise, especially, um, uh, you know, it wasn't just the young uh, college-age kids. It was a lot of the retirees uh, that right. were in, in full display. Well, it's probably some of the, the conks that even live down there. I mean, they celebrate I, uh, with all the tourists well, as well. Any excuse to celebrate, I think, is uh, their motto, isn't it? Right. I believe it is. And, and as far as uh, other pilots, you, you say it wasn't very busy when you flown, flew in. Uh, did you see many people at the FBO down there much at all that day? Or no, no, actually, I, th- I was the only one in the FBO uh, at the time. So, you know, honestly, it was a great experience. It wasn't busy. wasn't chaotic. However, I did notice a change since the last time we were in the Keys. The Signature's FBO isn't there right now. They're actually operating out of a couple temporary trailers. They tore down and are rebuilding a complete new terminal at Key West. Oh, really? Well, that's so we're going to have to go down and test that out. I'm I'm sure sure the the handling fee will probably increase the next time we go there, but you know, yeah, progress. But you said they closed down at 9 p.m. and so you had to be out of there. Otherwise, you're stuck. You got to stay overnight. Yep, there's uh, no way to get they out. Have, they they control the ramp, and the only way th- to the ramp is through signature. Huh. So unless you want to pay for an after hours and have one of their people come out and let you in, it was in our best interest to leave before nine. Okay, but you should still be able to arrive after nine p.m., can't you? To be honest, I didn't look into that because, of course, you know we came in during the day. I didn't think about that, but signature closes at nine, and there really isn't a general aviation you know open to the public ramp you have to go through signature huh so i'm not really sure how well, if you were to come there if you could get off well if someone uh, listening the knows they can fill us in but it sounds like something we're gonna have to look into uh for the future like you said and uh, go back there and check it out on that note we're gonna wrap it up till next time remember there's no better high than learning to fly
Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. They're just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 